Hello and welcome into the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. I'm National Recruiting Analyst Cooper Patagno alongside 24-7 Sports Director of Scouting, Andrew Ivins. You hear the sirens in the background. That's because we have an emergency podcast, The Commitment from the number one player in the country and the number one signal caller in the country, Dylan Rayola. He is off the board, six foot three, two hundred and twenty pounds from Pinnacle High School in Arizona. Off the board to the Georgia Bulldogs, who drew. They just keep doing what they do. He joins Ryan Puglisi as the second arm in Georgia's class, top ranked class in the country. Either one or two by the time this comes out. Going to have to bust that class calculator out. But drew a lot of thoughts here on Dylan Rayola. You're the guy. You're you're the prince of Florida, but also you're the one who has to get the national scope as well. So the number one player in the country off the board who will be playing his football in Athens for Kirby Smart. Your reaction? Obviously, it's a big one, Cooper, given where we have him ranked. Uh, I go to a conversation I recently had with someone in Athens, and as wild as this sounds about the two-time defending national champions, they said, hey, we have to get it right with this class. And I was like, okay, like expand a little bit. And, you know, you got to continue to reload. We, we saw Nick Saban in Alabama do that. Now Kirby Smart and Georgia are doing that uh, consistently. And, and the biggest thing is they needed to uh, find a quarterback of the future, right? Now they got two guys committed. Uh, you mentioned Ryan Pugga Puglisi and, and and now Dylan Rayola and uh, I, I like Ryan as as a passer but Rayola is ranked number one he's QB one for us for a reason uh, I think he's got obviously the higher ceiling of the two and Coop we can get into a, a variety of different things but you know what stands out to me about Dylan frame number one I mean he is over six foot three he is 225 pounds I always use this term he's almost like a tower in the pocket and I think he's got a good feel for when things break down he's got a good kind of internal clock he can move and he keeps his eyes downfield so that's that's what stands out first about it when you just kind of pop on the tape the second thing is the arm strength right he can let that thing rip and it's pretty easily he's got a baseball background Uh, I think that shows up and he's not just some fastball thrower, right? You know, he can term you like to use. He can layer it. Um, he can throw with some touch and and he can do the weird arm angle stuff, right? If he needs to, to kind of thread it uh, in between coverages. So this is a big pickup for Georgia. Again, you know, I think they, they, they didn't take a quarterback last cycle. So kind of looking for the arm of the future in the ideal world, I think, UGA, Kirby Smart, they want both these guys to show up. We'll see what happens. I think most people will probably be hitting up the phone of, of Ryan Puglisi, who was back in town for their spring game. So, uh, But uh, certainly a, a notable addition. This could be our biggest emergency podcast of the cycle. I mean, he's number one overall. Dogs beat out USC, Lincoln Riley. They also beat out Matt Rule in Nebraska. If you're new to the scene, Dylan Rayola, the son of Dominic Rayola, former Nebraska All-American center. Rayola's uncle also on staff at Nebraska as well. Dominic Riola played 14 years in the league on Sundays for the Detroit Lions. And and Drew, I mean, to bring that up, I guess full circle, his dad was uh, one of the more punishing offensive linemen that we've seen uh, in recent history in the NFL. But Dylan Rayola, you look at the frame, I mentioned it, six foot three, 220 pounds. I don't think he's done growing yet either. I think this is going to be a guy that's probably going to play north of 230 pounds do on you, Saturdays. Not to cut you off, not to cut you. Do you have a comp for him? 
Well, that's what I was going to get into. And I think initially when we started talking about the 2024 rankings, we got into quarterbacks. Obviously, that's a topic of conversation people like to discuss. You almost have to give pretext to this, but there are a lot of comparisons when you look at Dylan Rayola and you look at somebody like Patrick Mahomes, not only from a frame standpoint, but from the baseball background as well. Patrick Mahomes was a son of a baseball player that a lot of people thought Patrick Mahomes was going to be a better baseball prospect than a football prospect professionally. Dylan Rayola was a guy that was touching 90 plus on the baseball mound as well, but he has a sturdy, powerful frame. There's a little bit of Ben Roethlisberger in him as well in terms of moving in the pocket, talking about that frame, being able to shrug off wimpy tacklers. And this is a guy, Drew, you said it. I mean, he doesn't need to set his feet to make any throw on the football field. He's always keeping his eyes downfield. There's a little bit more pocket savvy to him that I think people realize. He's an exciting player and he's fun when you turn on the tape. There's a lot of explosive plays because of the combination of not only arm strength, but the ability to extend plays not only in the pocket, but outside the pocket as well. And last thing I'll say, I think he is going to fit beautifully in a Mike Bobo offense that potentially is going to run a lot of play action. Yeah, well, that's you stole my comp. And I don't know if I discussed that one with you, but I'd said it to someone. I see more 2000s Ben Roethlisberger, like mid-2000s, than the Patrick Mahomes there. And I know there's people listening being like, oh my gosh, they're comparing this this guy to like greats in the NFL. But I, I think there's a lot of similarities, just like you said, right? Big Ben, you know, big frame, Dylan Rayola. Yeah, you, you said 225 pounds. We have we have one measurement on him where he's like 228. Like he is a, he's a big boy. And I think that is, kind of the comp that I lean to for him and uh, agree with what you're saying about him in, in in Todd Monken's offense, which is supposed or not Todd Monken's offense. It's now Mike Bobo's, but it's you listen to what the the reports coming out of Athens, you know, Bobo's supposed to do a lot of the same things as as Todd did. And Coop, I mean, just thinking about this big picture, the other finalists, like you said, uh, USC, uh, then you had Nebraska in there. And, and I don't know if i did it here on this podcast or on the football recruiting show at some point, but I was asked about best fit for Dylan Rayola. And I kind of outlined the case for all three of these programs, right? I think at, at Nebraska, he would have been one of one, right? He had a chance to have a legacy and, and be the big man on campus right away. And I think it would have made a ton of sense for him to go play for Matt Rule, who has gotten quarterbacks or has been on the other side in the NFL. Uh, and obviously, he's got the family ties there. I think at USC, I mean, you want to be the number one overall pick? How could you not turn down Lincoln Riley and what he has done with signal callers over the years? Uh, and we'll see what he does with Caleb Williams, but there's already t- teams tanking for Caleb Williams. And then I think at Georgia, right, you want to win a national championship. I think that's, that's part of what makes Georgia what it is. But I think the other thing is practicing against Georgia's defense for the next three to four years. I mean, is there a better unit out there to go? If you want to get better, go up against what what they've assembled on the defensive side of the ball in, in recent recruiting cycles every single day. Listen, a long time since this has happened, but it's got, Georgia's interesting. I mean, they cut their teeth on uh, both sides of the line of scrimmage. They're aggressive at the second level. They lack uh, no shortage of talent when it comes to their secondary. They're an aggressive team that asserts their will at the line of scrimmage. Stetson Bennett has been the guy to lead them to two national championships. You think about the last time Georgia had a talent like Dylan Rayola, Justin Fields and Jacob Eason. Both those guys did not finish their career at the University of Georgia. So listen, a lot's changed since then, but Dylan Rayola is a unique talent when you think about a room right now that currently has the likes of Carson Beck, Brock Vandergriff, 
Gunnar Stockton, I think Rayola is going to be in a situation that he's going to be able to play early, but he's going to need to get his reps in as well. Really, really, really do like the fit there in Georgia. Drew, I have to say it. The last thing I'll say, Dylan Rayola was once committed to Ohio State. It's been a it, it's been a, a, a difficult recruitment to predict. USC had a crystal ball. A lot of people thought he was leaning there at some point. Now it's Georgia. In your eyes, is this one done done? I would think so, right? I mean, I've talked to Steve Wiltfong, director of recruiting for 24-7 sports, friend of the podcast, and, and he made it seem like it is. I mean, Steve would know more than me, but I, I think if he were to open this thing up again, like it's kind of, you know, red flag, right? Like... Start getting a little worried. Yeah. Right. But I love this fit for the dogs. Obviously, he's the number one number one player in the country. So if you're a Georgia fan, you got to be pretty jazzed up about this. Drew, final thoughts on Rayola before we get out of here. I mean, just what about this recruiting class for the Bulldogs, right? This could challenge what Texas A&M did two cycles ago in terms of highest ranked group ever on the 24-7 sports composite. I mean, like I said, it's it's loaded on the defensive side of the ball. And they took a hit recently with Landon Thomas uh, flipping over to Florida State, but there are still some playmakers. I, I don't know if, how familiar you are, Cooper, with Nitron, Tuggle, wide receiver, who was from Indiana, just transferred into uh, Bradenton IMG Academy. I popped on the tape of him, and man, you want to talk about a guy with some rack. I'm excited to see what he can do uh, with that playing a national schedule. I know you're a big fan of Nikar, the other wide receiver that they got committed. So we always talk about Georgia on defense, right? Defense is, is the idea identity of that program more specifically so a point of attack in the trenches you know but Rayola is a guy that's going to allow them to air it out you you would think right throw to these receivers and uh I think that's what has me intrigued about the future of, of Georgia's offense well Drew let me uh spell it out for the Georgia fans out there right now Dylan Rayola number one player in the country committed to the G Jeremiah Smith number two player in the country committed to Ohio State Williams Warnery. Georgia in the thick of that one. He's the number three player defensive lineman out of Missouri. Ellis Robinson, number four player in the country, committed to Georgia. Number five and six, Sammy Brown and Ryan Wingo. Georgia's got a chance to grab three or four of the top six players in the country, realistically. To me... And and those are like first-round draft picks. (laughs) I hate to say bona fide, but... Sammy Sammy Brown and Ryan Wingo, who I think are their best bets out of the group. I mean, those are legit. Those are legit top six players with staying power in the top 10. Think of it like this, Cooper, right? I mean, you hear NFL drafts going on, right? It's like if a team had five picks in the in the in the first round and and, and more specifically so five picks in the in the top ten, you would think that uh they're gonna be pretty good. Absolutely. It's like Sam Hankey with the Philadelphia 76ers tank for all those picks. And the, here are the Georgia Bulldogs right here. I got a chance to rack up almost but they didn't have to, of the they didn't have to tank. <laughs> that's true. They didn't have to tank. They're coming off of two national championships right there. So all right, Drew, let's get out of here for Andrew. Drew Ivins, Director of Scouting at 24-7 Sports for our producer, Lance Glenn. I'm National Recruiting Analyst, Cooper Pataga. Make sure you subscribe to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. We'll see you next time.